Welcome to the Fantasy Campground. From Banshees and Bullets to Mafits and Mummies. Mafits. That's right. Mafits are tired. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's a good way to start that one. Oh. Welcome back, I'm everybody. I'm done. One sentence in and I'm done. Yeah. Thank you all for coming and hanging out with us. This is the Fantasy Campground Season 2, Episode 22. Today we're going to talk a little bit about background. It's all about the background. That's like right. It. A little bit of character character discussion, character creation discussion. We're going to help anyone who's listening out there really understand backgrounds, how they're used, how you can flavor one into your character, and possibly even how you can make your own. Yeah. And if you're new to the podcast, what we do here is we take a kind of a topic and we just kind of go around the board with it. We call it around the fire because of the, the old fantasy campgrounds That's aspect right. of it. And you can also come back and visit, and we'll also have certain character creation challenges. We'll have how to deal with this and other sort of episodes peppered in between. But this week's episode is an Around the Fire Backgrounds. The Fantasy Campground, Around the Fire. And we're here talking about D&D. That's kind of the overall topic of what we discuss here on the Fantasy Campground. You can also check us out on Mondays on our D&D Twitch show that we have. It's on, so exciting. It is. It's freaking phenomenal. <laughs> it's a five-year running campaign. It's pretty good. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash negotiators. All one word. And we appreciate you guys being here. Yeah. How you guys been? Dude, it's been great. I've been good. Yeah. That felt good. That felt like a good intro right yeah, there. Yeah, not bad. You really yeah. killed it. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of stopped in the middle of there and you picked it up, but I was yeah. glad of it. That's called teamwork. Teamwork. Um, yeah. Just, Mephites. Um, Mephites is hurting. Is that how you say it? Did I say it wrong? Is it Mephites? Mephites. Mephites is how I've always tried to say it. What is a a Mephite? It's a little demon creature. It's it's almost like an imp. Oh, okay. I like it. Mephites is killing me. Now I gotta look it up. So, what is a background, Lucas? What do you got? What do you th- what do you think of when you think background? What is a is that throwaway stuff? Is that just in character creation? Is that Mephites? <laughs> that is like Mephites. So. All right. So I'd, when I'd you're make one of those and call them planters fasciitis, <laughs> <laughs> my feet. You are a terrible person. <laughs> uh, so um, when, I'm done. I'm going home. When when thinking about back backgrounds, excuse me. There's a lot of different uh, things you can do. This is one of like what we're, I would we're call. specifically talking about backgrounds of a of a character that you right. would make. Yeah. When this is this is in character creation. This is something you would do before session one. This right. Is something you would think about when you're trying to create. Basically, where your character came from. Where am I from? Yeah, where, where are you from? Where am I from? Who was I? Was I a blacksmith's son? Was I a church yeah. acolyte? Did I grow up with a troop of barbarians? Yeah. So you got your name. You and got for a lot your... of people, it's their first RP, right? It's, if, you, if this is your first time at D&D, this is your first step into RPing your character is where are you from? This is where... It gets, gets you into the mindset. Yeah. I think, yeah. So we've had this discussion, the three of us, about where a person's mind goes to when they're making a character. So it's like, when you're in the black of your brain, like, what do you see first? Do you see their name? Was it your name? Was it their was it their job? Was it their right. class? What what kind of brought you to it first? So I I would venture to say that background's probably not one of the first things that people will come to when they're making a character. It's literally the last thing I choose. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> I would say for a lot of people, it's it. you're right. It's probably not the thing they're thinking about, but the idea they have for a character, That's what I was the get background to. is in there already. For sure. That, that's yeah. what I was going to say. You don't know it yet. You but find you, one that fits it. That's right. yeah. yeah. You don't know you think that of you the character about it. first, and then you chew in a yeah. background yeah. from the book. I'll, so <laughs> a lot of us really like to have tragic tragic backstories it is you know parents are dead d- it's the know, brothers are dead yeah you know my, if i kill my whole family dead. that means the dm can't do it that's, that's, that's right you have nobody else to take he, from he me can't if i hold myself those, can't hold those family members over yeah. me later in the campaign and so, it's also the old uh dark and mysterious background for sure yeah there's a, i don't want to talk about my family that's right where are they God, i don't know better dull that edge a bit there yeah. boy. yeah so there's so your your backstory can come from a lot of different places. Uh, it can it it can be a thing that you hold as a story element, 
or it can be something that you use as a mechanical benefit. Oh, for you sure. Know? So, like, one, for instance, is being a noble. My character that I played for five years on our Twitch channel... Is that a background background, or is that a variant background of something else? Nope, no, it's, it's a background background. Okay. background background. Okay. Because I, I didn't know how to do any of that Yeah, stuff I didn't do any of those either. So yeah. I, st- I went straight from the book. So, you know, Narius is a noble. He is the third son of a great lord. So right. his background is that of a noble. And what did that get but, you? But you didn't... When you were creating Narius... The background noble wasn't one of the things you were thinking about. You were looking through the book and how to make a character. And one of the things it says is choose a background. And you went through the PHB and you went, oh, hey, right here it says noble. And it gives you things that you get for being a noble. And I was like, that's cool. Was it the first one on the thing? No, it's not. They're alphabetical. (laughs) Oh, they're alphabetical. I I chose the first one. (laughs) Acolyte. Acolyte. well, you were a cleric, so it fits. Yeah. It, you know, it's yeah. not like, you know. I'm, I'm, in my defense, uh, this, that was my first ever playing D&D was this mm-hmm. character, Vels, that you could see every Monday night at 7 p.m.-ish on uh, twitch.tv backslash the negotiators. All one word. So and, Yeah, so I just chose Acolyte because I thought cleric, Acolyte, I kind of was trying to go kind of the zealotry route, you know, okay. try to get real into religion. So I wanted religious background, religious class. Like, I wanted to go. Check all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Head first in it. I had the little, for anybody out there listening, I do like a fang tail, wing and claw kind of motion, which is very much the uh, spectacles, testicles, wallet and watch of Catholicism. I believe they call it the Holy Trinity. It's a word for it. Is that the word for it? No. I don't know what's. I've never known there was a word Father, for it. The what Father, is the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Spirit yeah. to Santa. Uh, we're gonna go on. A, we're gonna go off on a boondocks tangent. <laughs> they're making a third one of those. There's no way. Kill me now. Yeah. They are. They're making a third one. Oh, yep. Whoop ass fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so getting back on track here. Fajitas. So yeah, the uh, the background is a is a very. I mean, it's a mechanical thing in character creation because that's part of creating the character there are mechanical benefits for choosing certain ones is this new in 5e uh michael you you played other editions were there backgrounds in third edition 3.5 fourth edition a long time ago i don't remember you don't remember i want to say they're kind of new to fifth edition to help make it easier for people to get in just like choose this it gives you a benefit you know making it easier for so getting back to your question you asked me choosing a noble did it give me a benefit yes so giving being what did it get you yeah it gives you the ability to always be able to request an audience with a noble in a town. Okay. So you being a noble... Does, does that mean the audience will be accepted? No. No. no it's just you... You, just, you are allowed you, to you say... You are allowed to aren't speak. Aren't we all allowed to say that? When we yeah. <laughs> I request well, an audience with the Well, no, not king? necessarily. So I've been watching a lot of The Last Kingdom. Yeah. And so you have a fortress... Out the, on the edge of a, 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 you know, on the edge of a long sure. road, yeah. a a simple farmer walks up to the gate and he can say, "I want to speak to the Lord," and they shove a spear in his chest. Yeah, but a noble could also say, "I'd like to speak to the Lord," but, and they could do the same thing. But they by the rule, so now, so you're saying that, but by the rules as written, rules as written, 5e, they can't say no. They cannot say no. Okay, that's what I'm, I'm a asking. noble. So that's yeah, that's what I'm getting. By the rules as written for five e. If I'm a noble and I walk to, I guess, I guess you'd have to preface it by saying a somewhat peaceful or yeah. not town you're at war with, right? If you walk up to a, I would say a, it lowers the AC for a request. DC, D, yeah. DC, yeah, AC. <laughs> I'm gonna stab the king. <laughs> DC. It would lower the DC to re, to right. being able to accept the meeting with the town lordship or whatever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm sure yeah. it's easier for a noble than it is for somebody else. Absolutely. What else does a noble background get you? Anything that in particular? That is it. Well, um, okay, any so, languages? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Because I know a lot of backgrounds in the PHB do have kind of a formula to them. It's a, a language, a tool set, proficiency, and then a thing. Yeah, a special feature. Yeah. Right. A lot of them. I mean, it's, uh, there, I'm sure there's exceptions to every rule. but So the so, noble, you get a language? Would you choose Undercommon? I think he did. I think he did. I think it was yes, just because it, it was a odd, it was something oddball he chose. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah, we were it talking about that today. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Just to just to clarify a little bit, uh, the noble has the feature uh, position of privilege. Oh. So basically, you are welcome in high society. People assume you have the right to be wherever you are, and you can secure an audience with a local noble if need. Oh man, you should have been using that yeah. a lot. So we've never. 
never used that. Yeah. So to me, that's it's not yes, you know I'm automatically granted uh, an audience with a king. It's you use your name to basically invoke the you know. It would I'm, also I'm mean somebody important. in a fancy party. You know what fork to use. I'm sure. Also, also that yeah, yeah that doesn't scream Narius though. No. But I'm sure you were taught it. I was. Yeah, yeah as a normal. Yeah. I was educated. I Nar- was educated. Narius eater of books. That's yeah. right. That's right. So. I know how to chop my book up with the right fork. Mm-hmm. That's right. Use the serrated. Knife. Any tool sets? Anything uh, with that? Because no. that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big get. Yeah. Is being able to like. So yeah, let's let's go into the, instead of hogwash. just keeping on the noble here. Let's hogwash. go into things oh, that, that you that get called? with a ba- uh, background. Yeah. So the background is basically your. It, it's your background. It's <laughs> where, where you came from. What you were doing uh, before you started your. Adventure. It's your very basic. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's you were a soldier. Is, it's a where sailor. you start. Yeah, when you're thinking about your character. So, and with that comes things like uh, proficiencies. You get some skill proficiencies usually, uh, usually that fit in with whatever you were doing. You know, criminal gets sneak or yeah, pickpocket, yeah, yeah, yeah. things Perception, like that. Perception, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Then you get some of them have languages. Uh, so, depending on what you pick, you may be able to be able to pick an extra language on top of the common and whatever else you know from your race. Right. Uh, How do I know undercommon? I think we've cl- <laughs> we've clarified that a little bit in the last session that there there have been a few uh, wars that uh, Daruba has well not wars skirmishes Daruba has had with the under, mount, mountain the, tribes yeah, and right. things like that. I just assumed you were touched by like a uh, touched by an angel. No, one of those uh, <laughs> brain eaters. What are they yeah. called? The illithid mind illithid flayers. Mind flayers. Oh. Yeah. yeah. At some uh, point in time. No, know. that's deep speech. Oh, they don't the, even speak yeah, undercommon. Undercommon yeah. is like Dwergar. Like people that yeah. live like um, in the undersurface, but not deep. Yeah, why would Narius know that? Doesn't make any sense. I remember saying something about how we had relations with people of the undercommon. So it was one of those things. Like when I was in school, you had it was. I just learned it. But now that I've been playing for long enough, he there's no reason why he should. Know there is an underground. Uh, <laughs> there is an underground thief city in Daruba. That I think yeah. you were like. They probably, you know, I speak common. People underneath me probably speak undercommon. That yep. makes sense. If anything, I would I say you would know dwarvish because yeah. of uh, the dwarvish architecture in, in the town. Your armor was made by dwarves. I would assume your family probably. Why didn't you make my character then, yeah. Justin? Yeah. Jesus. It would have been a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, beyond languages, you also get certain backgrounds get different kinds of equipment depending yeah. on uh, yeah. you know where you're from. And then you have the big one that Justin is real big on. Your suggested characteristics, ah. which are your um, flaws, bonds, traits, traits, and personalities, ideas, yeah. ideals, I- ideals, ideals, traits, bonds, and flaws. Mm-hmm. It's that's the bones of how to play a character. If you, yeah. you know. if you're having a hard time coming up with you know a personality or the minute pieces of maybe an RP, really, yeah, it I, gives you ideas of places to start. That's I like okay. to look at it as like. Um, Everybody's heard the trope of like my character wouldn't do that. This is the this is why, right? This is this is what you really should be falling about. You should never say my character wouldn't do that. You should have an answer for everything in for the game. For why? It, yeah. <laughs> my character wouldn't do that because yeah. it break it it's a flaw yeah. he has. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. also allows for great callbacks. I know um a lot of my flaws and bonds become my uh catchphrases right. and things like that that I do in the campaign. Yeah. It makes it makes RP easy. If you stick to them. Yeah. It helps you flesh things out a bit. Yeah. It does. I would absolutely agree. Absolutely. So, yeah. Just a a few examples here. So, we did the Noble. So, Acolyte, because it's the first one here in the list. That's the one Um, uh, Velst has. Yeah. So, Acolyte, you have spent your life in service of a temple to a specific god or pantheon of gods. Basically, you you know, you've been worshiping in a temple or church most of your life. Correct. And went out to go adventuring or you know you went out and got rolled up into adventure yeah or my um, whole town disappeared or that um <gasps> what yeah so, so with with, with that you get your skill proficiencies that are related to this background which are insight and religion yes that uh, makes sense both are yes. wisdom no religion's not insight wisdom based. insight, insight is. is wisdom religion is actually intelligence, intelligence. yes oh yeah that's one of those it doesn't make any sense because yeah. cleric <laughs> no, religion is I makes sense to me being intelligence because you're trying to recall various facts about things, and because religions are things written down in books. Mm-hmm. So there wizards should be and able to read those books, and, and being, able to, being able to understand what's in a right. book and read it is intelligence. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have languages. So an acolyte can choose two languages of your choice mm-hmm. on top of whatever you get from your race. Um, Anybody so, know Vel's other languages? Draconic and well, Hogwash? No. Uh, primordial. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. yeah. Primordial. Yeah. It's you the whole can, thunder base thing. Yeah. You just can mm-hmm. speak to the elementals? Yes. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And then you have equipment. So equipment for an acolyte. You have your holy symbol. A gift to you when you were when you entered the priesthood. What's your holy symbol? It says, a prayer book or prayer wheel, which Velst uses his prayer wheel a lot. I do wheel. know about the prayer uh, wheel. Five <laughs> sticks of incense. Uh, incense is says, used in um, a lot of spells, especially I think Fine Familiar has incense, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Fine Familiar does incense. A lot of cleric spells, lower mm-hmm. level, require mm-hmm. incense. Yeah. Then you have your vestments, a set of common clothes, and a Belt pouch containing 15 gold. My acolyte vestments I wear underneath my plate mail. I don't know if anybody knew that, but that's I why. Did. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you always, you're always pulling always your hood. hood. Yeah. Yeah, I painted the minis on it. Yeah. So, so I have a hood. So yeah, you get the you get these various with a hood. things. You get your, your skill proficiencies, language equipment. It's all tied into the rest of the background. Yeah. Uh, kind of fleshes things out a little bit. Yeah. And then you have a lot of the backgrounds have features. Um, so for acolyte, you have shelter of the faithful. Uh, as an acolyte, you command mm, the respect of those. So bad. Who, yeah, <laughs> you command the respect of those who share your faith, and you can perform the religions, uh, the religious ceremonies of your deity. You and your adventuring companions can expect to receive free healing. That's big. I don't think we use it a lot in our campaign, but it is in other campaigns. Sure, where you can roll up at a temple, and they will heal you. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. Um, that is awesome. So, yeah, low level it is. Yeah, free, if you if you're not a cleric, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, free healing and care at a temple, shrine, or other established presence of your faith. Yeah. Um, though you must provide any material components for the spells. Sure. Uh, and then you can stay overnight, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Free stay. Mm-hmm. Which works out great if you want to save some cash. But yeah, usually taverns aren't very pricey. Yeah, if you're playing yeah. a super harsh campaign where oh. you have no money and stuff. I, uh, I didn't know this one. You can, while near your temple... You can call upon the priests for assistance, uh, provided the assistance you ask for is not hazardous, and oh, you remain it. in good standing with your temple. I think I've done that. I think I've asked them to do things for me. Go go here, go talk to this person. Yeah. yeah. I've done yeah. that a few times. Oh. Go rob this place. No, no usually hazardous. it's go go sit, give this message to this mm-hmm. person. Or, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a so, good way to use that as yeah. a message yeah. transcript. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these backgrounds have these various little things, like sailor, you can secure passage on a boat. Um that would make sense. You know, depending on your campaign, may or may not be... Some of these may or may not be useful. There's weird ones, um, too. Isn't there one where it's like you, you're allowed to use land vehicles or something like that is one of the backgrounds? Well, you got to think... They got to make yes. all kinds Soldier, of stuff. Right? Soldier, I think, is your, you, you have the ability to use land vehicles. So there are land vehicles in Teldron. I have... Yeah. I have the, the main roads have these really large animals and these carts that are built for like well, technically, 60 mile an hour travel. Technically, carts are land vehicles, right. which means... When you're rolling for things, if you have proficiency with it for survival and stuff like that, if you have proficient with land vehicles, you're probably better at driving them. But I have carts that go 70 miles an hour. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's not the metric system? Mm-hmm. No, of course not. I'm Good. too dumb to use the Good. metric. I don't know those things. Stupid Euro numbers. Yeah. This is America. We use our own. We just call American miles. Yeah, so sailor, uh, <laughs> ship's passage. When you need to, you can secure free passage on a sailing ship for yourself and your adventuring companions. Nice. Um, That's good. Soldier, which, uh, no, it's not. Military, That's not the land vehicles? Military rank. Let's so, the, oh, no, you're point. right. Okay, so the land vehicles thing, like he's talking about, is not a feature. It is a skill proficiency. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A soldier, it's tool, tool proficiencies. Is one gaming set and vehicles land, which I assume is wagons and things like yep. that. Correct, yep. yeah. Gaming sets, that's another thing. That, that's a fun one. Yeah. Th- that's in a lot of backgrounds where you, you get a gaming set, and they some of the examples it gives in the PHB is like a uh, card deck or dice, and yeah. you can use those to play games. Yeah. Um, you game can go within the, a game. Uh, yep, game within a game. Mm-hmm. So my. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to make a bard that is proficient in a gaming set, and the gaming set consists of, uh, you know, a, a set of rigged, seven seven dice, dice pen and paper, or quill and paper. Oh, no. And oh, no. <laughs> bunions, bunions and flagons. There you go. <laughs> so, yes, you get... It's... that this Now we're going to get into where what, what I wanted to talk about, about customizing. So once you kind of learn how the backgrounds are built... 
you can mix and yes, please. You can mix and match and find something that works for if you have a specific story that you want to use as a background and you don't have one that fits with the PHB. Now, the PHB does a great job of covering a lot of the normal bases. Yeah. And then you just call your background whatever it is that you want. I like that in the newer books, like Tasha's and uh, what's the other one? Xanathar's? Xanathar's, yeah. There are no backgrounds in Xanathar's. There are no backgrounds in Xanathar's. Well, in in Tasha's there are. And in Tasha's they also brought in um, class feats that are kind of background for your class. There are ways to think about different ways of oh, playing that's cool. your class. Yeah, I know for one on clerics they have a thing where it's like um, your temple, and you, you can random roll. It's a table, but one of them is like your temple, and it describes where what your temple was, what your religious temple was, where it was, why it was like it was. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's again, a, again, if you're a person who really wants to play D anD D, but your creative juices sometimes lack, they do a great job of like can give you a lot to go on. Yeah. And don't think that these are things that you're shoehorned in, like, or... And don't think of them as a crutch, either. I think no, they're, no. It's if you really dive into stuff. all the options that it gets you, you'll be more creative than somebody who doesn't. Exactly. Right. So trying to say it's because you have no creativity, mm. I think, is... is no. And there are so many that uh, you don't even have to... Uh, Lucas was talking about creating a custom one. You don't even really even have to do that. No, you, you can don't. Find no, you don't. You can find, find something. Find something that's close yeah. and yeah. just reflavor it. That's what, you yeah. Know? Um, they I, have those like um, what's one the uh, folk hero. Yeah, I mean, I, folk hero is to one. Be, yeah. To be honest, I hard press you to to make one that isn't covered in the PHB. Like, tell me a background story, and I'll pull out the PHB and say, "Oh, you right. were this." Is there a court jester? Well, that's it's one, not just it? the PHB, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you could use actor court jester. Yep. I think is a variant of actor, right? Yeah. Want to say? Want to say? I want to say I've seen that one. Yeah, that's cool. Mer- like there's things like the merchant guild. What is the what do you get for being a merchant guild member? Uh, that's actually, one. That's the one that pulls up that I think about. Like who who would choose something like that? Like what class oh, are you man. that would use a merchant guild? <laughs> An accountant. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my so, name is my name is Bernard, and I am uh, I'm, I'm gonna go adventuring. And uh, yes, I used to be an accountant for the for the local bank. Um, I had that one just to say. Uh, so guild uh, guild member or guild, guild artisan. So there's guild artisan. Yes. Guild artisan. Yeah. That's what it and is. And you can flavor it as a merchant mercantile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to and sell it, carpets. It, yeah, and it has uh, just like you said, the PHB has a list, uh, a table for rolling a d20 to figure out what your guild business is. Uh, Fun. If if you're you know Let you me don't do that. you don't what know do you what your uh, that is a good topic for another podcast. Guilds. Guilds. Guilds and factions. Oh, that is a good one. Guilds and factions in general. Anyways, please continue. Um, so yeah, if you don't, you know, you want to make a guild artisan or you want to you know, play a traveling artisan or something, but you don't know ten how to start off. Ten. <laughs> ten. Uh, sell ten. No, 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 no. What Ju- is jewelers? What is uh, ten is jewelers and gem cutters guild. I like it. Oh, I like it. So That's what is fun. eight? I like um, eight is. Cooks and bakers. Oh, that's a good one. I, I really enjoy when I make a character of going the random route and yeah. rolling for all of them and then trying to make a character out of that. Like, mm-hmm. that's been my favorite thing to do in D&D. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could go and pick, uh, you know, 20 backgrounds and just roll a D20 and figure out which one you yeah. want. Well, even uh, in, like, the Bonds, Flaws, and Ideas, well, that's, they're I was, all I was going to I was going to get to that here in a minute because yeah. we were talking about the mechanical features of the uh, of the backgrounds mm-hmm. so the mechanical features being the skill proficiencies tool proficiencies right. things like that uh attached with every single one of these is your personality traits your ideals bonds and flaws uh each one of these has a table uh they're all d6s for each of these and there's a lot of <laughs> interesting a lot. uh a there's lot. a lot of interesting stuff and there's a lot of rp uh fodder here hooks mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, I mean, we're talking about the guild artisan. So your personality trait uh, is a, a D6, D6 table. or oh. No, this one's a D8. Okay, let me roll it. So roll it. Four. Oh, six. Six. What do we got? So six. I like to talk at length about my profession. So oh, you're so. jeweler's guild who likes to talk yeah. about oh, jewelry. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, you know, that's a really good one. You're, the, the, the typical, the party starts off in the tavern and they notice that one of the other player characters who they're, maybe they're not acquainted yet 
has a nice ring. They yeah. walk up and start telling him oh, about you, the specifics yeah, of the, the stone setting. Yeah. Has anyone and all ever told that? you about that ruby? Oh, just, here, let me. Sit I down imagine like in uh, to... remember in Robin Hood the cartoon where he's like kissing the rings and he yes, he, oh, he sucks he steals them all. Oh, so a rogue God. that's got that is that's how he steals jewelry. He knows he's so well so the settings of the talk, gems and everything. There you go. A rogue that's you know doesn't take the criminal background and takes the the guild artisan gem cutter. Yeah. Have you all have you all have you seen uncut gem? With Adam Sandler, no, I heard it's brutal. It is amazing. That was yeah. the first thing I went to was a was a New Jersey jeweler yeah, who knows the, everything about it. Like, what's no, that called? A, the the eyepiece for jewelers. What is know. that called? I don't know. There's a name for it. An eyepiece appraiser. I don't know. No. Monopoly guy thing. I can't remember. What's that called? <laughs> that's a monocle. A I know what that's called. Piece? Now he's gonna look it up. Oh, uh, we were on a roll. All right, keep going. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so we uh, we have the personality trait there. So it's one so D eight. So our jeweler loves to talk about his profession. Love case. So yeah. yes. So next is ideal. Ideal is there. This is a D six table. It's called a jewelry loop. A okay, loop. Cool. That's yeah. That was loop. in my head. Um, so L-O-U-P. your UP. Your ideals are generally related to alignment. Is the way mm. they have it listed in the book. Alignment's a whole topic. Uh, people that's love to get podcast. mad about. Yeah, um, yeah it's not so concrete in Five E as no. it was in other editions. Right, right. And it, you can twist just about anything. Yeah, I, so, I look at ideals more like the big picture. Right. Yeah. So the, the your, your overall attitude, are, for right? Things. Yeah. Yeah. So the, these just showing the alignment thing. You what have we got? one that's lawful, one that's good, one that's chaotic, Give evil, me, what is neutral. D six. D six. Four. You keep saying four. That's only the second time. Six. And six again. Six again. Six okay. Again. So six is uh, an unaligned one. Oh. Uh, so six, your ideal, aspiration. I work hard to be the best there is at my craft. So you got yes. a jewel crafter who loves of the to jeweler talk about guild who, who loves to talk about yeah. it. And is in just and wants to be the best. Wants to be the so, best. And wants to okay. be the best. You guys yes. ever see? We saw Army of the Dead recently, which is that mm-hmm. Dave Batista zombie movie. Oh, I haven't no. seen that one yet. Well, in there is a uh, safe cracker, and he talks about cracking safes like that. Like he talks about, like he knows the names of safes. He knows who makes the safes. Like he just constantly is. He's kind of almost yep. on the spectrum right. about it. So I could see somebody like that with jewelry yep. in the yep. game. They get so focused in on he's, it, like yeah. every around like, the, he gets distracted yeah. during the big boss fight because yeah. he's, yeah. he's this jewel like on a table. Always uh, at the all, around the campfires when they're talking, he's just always playing with stones, working but, on them. Like, oh, did you I, guys know about this? Character. I realized we were, you know, we've been touting up the uh, variability of the backgrounds and stuff, but now we have a hyper focused yeah. character. <laughs> See how easy it is? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, you can play uh, that character every week, right? So next is your bond. Like, how do you uh, relate to other people and stuff? This is your... Um, Things that are important to you? Th- yeah. No, this is how you play off other characters. Yes. This is oh, how I look at bonds. okay. It is the things like what you like about somebody else, what you look for in other people, that kind of thing. Okay. Give me, give, what is it, Okay, D6? I always thought bonds were like things D6. that you are bonded to that are important to you. Okay, I don't think so. Look what came up. Who's Michael. right? Look what number it came up. Well, you didn't say it this time. Exactly. Because didn't I didn't it. say it. <laughs> exactly. It's a four. It, so it, what's our bond? It hurt him. Uh, your bond for four. I pursue wealth to secure someone's love. A jeweler who's fanatic about his work is obsessed Who wants to be the best wealth. that ever was and is obsessed with wealth for Love is that what it is? Yeah, this is a to this, secure someone's love. This is a rogue. So you could play he wants this to get that one engagement ring. He's yeah. got that girlfriend back home, and she won't accept anything other than this one. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm only in this party to make money so that I can buy this one <laughs> ring. Yeah. I know the jeweler by oh, heart. That Everything could end, that could end is, up tragic. This yeah. is yeah. so he left to go get the specific engagement ring yes. that he well, he's got to make enough money for love. it. He or knows that. how much it's worth, right. so he's got to join an adventure party. Yeah. He knows he can't steal it by can't himself. Steal it. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is a good story. It's a good character. Yeah. Right? I like it. Or, or it could be he thinks that pursuing the craft of you know jewel making and stuff to the point where you know someone will love him for it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you know, if okay. I do it hard enough, someone will love me for it. Okay. So <laughs> what is this character's flaw? Yeah. So this next, is the next is, one. So next is flaw. This is going to show you. You know. You can't be all good, right? You know, you can't make your uh, Mary Sue or whatever. Exactly. Nobody's uh, Clark Kent. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and if you're trying to make a Clark Kent for D and D, stop. Just go it. play a video game. Stop it. Yeah, you should have flaws. And, and 
that may sound harsh, but flaws are fun. Flaws are fun. They're right. Fun once to you play really out. become a yeah. once you your really... character should be three dimensional. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and, and you can, you know, if mm-hmm. you want to make, if that's the way, if everyone in your party's, a, you know, Gary Stewart or whatever, go for it, roll for it. But uh, flaws are fun. Okay. What is it? D six. D six. Two. I said something different this time, Michael. Oh. Quit guessing. Three. Why? So three. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I feel bad for this character. Right? I, yeah, I am so. Agree. No, we picked a rogue. This is great. Yeah. It's a rogue, mer- mercantile guild background. Yeah. Specifically, jeweler. No one must ever learn that I once stole money from guild coffers. Oh, oh this shit. is perfect. This is perfect. That's why you're not part of the guild anymore. That's You've yeah. Been kicked out. Yep. Mm. Or that's he, nice. Or, or you're I mean, blacklisted. It, no. Or well, no one must ever find out. So he's right, taking he's that secret it. to his grave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Him or one other person that he's known for his whole life, and he's got to make this money. Or he will be found out by the guild, and they will come for him. So he has, or specifically, debt. you're. Every time you guys go shopping, you're the one who always like, "How much is it?" Make sure everybody has the cash. Make sure it's paid in full. Mm-hmm. You never run a tab. You pay for everything in cash. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because no one must know that you once mm-hmm. stole yep. something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe you're missing a finger. Oh, <laughs> this guy uh, is good. Or uh, the way I think about it, playing off your, um, you know, there's someone he's got to pay off. You know, you. He made the engagement ring for that love with a stone he stole from the guild coffers. Yep. His partner, his business partner, found out about it, took the ring. Now he's got to pay him for the ring to oh, keep him quiet man. and to get the ring back. Oh. So he has to get the money for it. Shit. That's good. This is a good character already. Yep, exactly. It's better than anything I can come up with. Yep. And, and, roll and, the and all we did was just roll the dice and go through. And we, well, also, what we did was we played D&D, so we knew, like, okay. We knew how to play each one of those ideals into something. That's the that's how do you blend them? Yeah. How do you blend them? Is all right. So I've got this character, or he's got this. How how does that? Okay, cool. That plays off this, and now and we chose a class for him. We said all right. So he's a rogue. Yeah. So and then now now you have somebody. <laughs> yeah. Now we have a person. Yeah. So just to show off the tables a little bit, let's keep rogue. Let's, okay. Let's keep jewel, uh, jewel crafter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll me a d8. D8. Can you, uh, real quick, what exactly, like, we keep saying bond, and I think I've said something different than what Lucas said. What exactly is a bond? Maybe, I, I think I might have that wrong. Uh, hold on. i got to mark my page here. Hold on. One thirty. So, uh, to give the book description here, yeah. uh, your bond, uh, let me just go through them. So, personality traits. Give your character, uh, personality traits are small, simple ways to help set your character apart from every other character. So, traits are small. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideals Uh, ideals are what drives your character your ideals are the things that you believe in most strongly yeah the fundamental moral large things yeah the fundamental moral and ethical principles that compel you to act as you do that kind of gets in that alignment do I want to steal this woman's purse yeah Yeah, so maybe you start with ideals because it's the biggest thing I think so yeah Yeah. Yeah, you could Uh, drill down from there bonds bonds represent a character's connections to people places and events in the world yeah that's what I'm talking about just like you said Uh, and then your flaws, right uh, that's obvious. Your character's flaws represent some vice, compulsion, fear, or weakness. Yeah. In particular, anything that someone else could exploit to bring you to ruin or cause you to act against your best interests. And interest. you can still be a lawful good character with a fault. Like, of that course. Is, that is absolutely possible. Don't think that if you're... Or, flip side of that, that maybe you're... you're, you're uh, if you're... A, Lawful evil, your fault might be something like you saved a bunch of puppies once mm-hmm. or something. You know, know, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you have a soft spot and for you, kittens, and you never, yeah. and it, and it burns at you all night. <laughs> I let those puppies go, never again, never again. So yeah, we got that defined. We keep right. rogue, keep the jewel crafter, all right. uh, keep jewel crafter. I rolled your, a d8, so it's a seven. Seven. Uh, I don't part with my money easily and will haggle tirelessly oh, to get the best deal possible. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you 37 and a half gold for that. Yeah. So, yeah, right off the bat, we're going down a completely different track, yep. even though we started Just different. one different. Yeah. So, uh, ideal. Throw me a D6. We'll just go D6. through them real quick. Two. Two. Uh, my talents were given to me so that I could use them to benefit the world. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, he's... A- You're a haggling jewel crafter who, who thinks his shit don't stink. <laughs> No, 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 that's no, he was no, uh, because this uh specifically says generosity. Oh, yeah, 
So your ideal is generosity. Your your talents were given to you so that I uh, so that I could use them to benefit the world. Uh, so you are here to make the world a better place. I made the medals for the last Olympics. Oh wow! There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bond D six D six. Uno one. The workshop where I learned my trade is the most important place in the world to me. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's there's a nice. lot of things you yeah. can do with yeah. that. It is. I'll, I will fight to protect it. Guaranteed right. the DM's going to burn it I down. I was going to say, oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> Have to destroy that place. <laughs> you oh, is it important to, to you? So there you go. You don't... Yeah. Started off with a, a rogue guild artisan, and his entire family is dead, true to edgelordness. Yeah. But now he, has a, bond, now he has a bond to a workshop that, you know, there you it's go. the last place yeah. where he has... Where and maybe he's made the... Uh, the hilts for the swords of the entire city guard for years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, last D6, flaw. Flaw. Four. I think it's the same one. I'm never satisfied with what I have. I always want more. Oof. Greedy. Oh. Greedy so he is, he is a haggling, greedy, altruistic, wow. jewel-crafting jewel rogue. Have yeah. fun playing that one. Yeah. That sounds that like is. a blast. That does sound fun too, yeah. but that's that just goes to show we started off with a rogue guild artisan, jewel crafter, yeah. and got two completely different characters yeah. here. I rolled for Velst. All his all his stuffs rolled for. That was all random. That goes to show you that the the exponential amount of characters that are available to you are limitless. Yeah. I also uh, did random the... for uh, the Warforge for Striker. Oh, really? It was also all random. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. He sees. He does seem sort of random. <laughs> He's a little out there. I will be destroying all these bodies today, <laughs> Carl Sagan. So, but yeah, no, you're right. It gives you know a crazy amount of stuff that you can play off of. Yeah, and just an uh, insane number of ideas. Do you have a Tasha's with you? Can we go over just yeah. real quick? What are the, some of the new backgrounds? Because I know Tasha's brought in a lot of different things. What are some of the uh, specific things they did for backgrounds. I know they did the class backgrounds specifically. Is there something that's, or, or class feats, but is there some kind of new backgrounds in Tasha's? So or? you want to take a guess on how many backgrounds are in Tasha's? I want to say like six. 17. Six? I don't think there's a lot. Five? Four, three, two, one. Too high. Three? Nope. None. Four. Zero. So, oh, there are no backgrounds in Tasha's. It all just goes off the class feats then. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. So the whole thing with those ideals, traits, bonds, and flaws is in Tasha's, they go a little deeper and give specifically for each class. So if you're a cleric, it's got some things to roll on for there that are kind of not necessarily backgrounds, but help you flesh out where you're from. Right. They're like, uh, they're like background adjacent. Almost. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But they're a lot of fun too. And definitely you should roll on them. I mean, you can make your own character. Sure. That's fine. Who does that? I think I, I used it. But it's a game of dice. You should you should roll the, the dice. The aberrant mind sorcerer that I made, I used. I rolled on the table, and then I didn't use exactly that, but I played yeah. off of it. Uh, that was the um, the what was it parasitic twin? Oh, for the um, oh. yeah 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 for the character creation challenge. Yep. Uh, listeners out there, go back and listen to that one. I think Forget he won it, it with that. Mm-hmm. The yeah. sorcerers, yeah, yeah. Andrea's character for C2 uses a background from Taldori's. She's a Lyceum student. Oh, that's the uh, Critical Role? Mm-hmm. Taldori? That first book, yep. Yeah, so just to give an idea of what he's talking about here. So in Tasha's, you have your... Um, Did you go to Rogue? Let's stick with our make-believe Rogue Jewel Crafter. Oh, yeah, well, give me a second. got to scroll further down. I was on let's, Bard. Let's see what our, what our random character can do now. I'm calling him Steely. Steely? Steely Dan? Steely Dan, the either the greedy altruist or the love-stricken thief. The love-stricken thief. I like it because that sounds like a song. (laughs) Ranger. Oh, okay. Nope, still on Ranger. Nice. Hey, they did a lot for that. Uh, So it doesn't look like there are any for Rogue to roll on here. Never mind then. I guess Steely Dan will. It just has to Live go on. Day. Yeah, it just has to go mm-hmm. on yeah. to another thing. So, yeah, only a, a, a few of them only do. So, like do. the I know the, the cleric has temples, right? The sorcerer, since I'm that's close to rogue. So you have your aberrant mind sorcerer, your psionic stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You have a D six to pick your origin. 
Oh, okay. Um, you know, you were exposed to the fa- uh, the Far Realms warping. Oh, yes, I do remember reading yeah. that. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they needed that. They needed like that. a lot more different uh, origins for how sorcerers got their powers. Yeah. So, Michael, when you make a character and you have your, um, in, in Campaign 2 coming up, your, your player character again, Emmerich. did you... Uh, did you choose a background from the PHP? What did you What did you go? When did you go? That What did you do? How did you create business parts? Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I came up with the idea for the character, and then just like we said, I fit. you didn't roll for anything. It was all in your head. Uh, no, I did. Um, I rolled for what did I roll for? I think I rolled for flaw, flaws and bonds, maybe. Flaws and bonds only. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll look over the table. And just kinda, and kind oh, of, oh, I like, like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like how that Not fits necessarily me. roll, but just right. use it as inspiration yeah, for your character. I'll, most of the time I'll have a, uh, I'll have a good idea of the personality and stuff for a character already. And yeah. then I'll look over the tables and find stuff that kind of fits that. Mm-hmm. And I would say nine times out of ten, that's how it is for most people out there. So yeah. they'll read all six options and be like, oh, I kind of like that. Right. And they'll kind of gravitate towards one. Yeah. You don't really have to random roll it. No, no. Random rolling's fun. Just it is to, fun. Yeah, make a random. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those those were two compelling characters we yeah. just created there. Yeah. So. Well, that's but, good. Yeah, that's what I did is I, I looked over the table and kind of chose things that look, that fit with the personality type I had for them. Nice. And what is that? What you'll have to find out. <laughs> I was trying to, oh, I was trying, to, a, I was trying to get some secret information. <laughs> what, what, what exactly is that personality? Tell me, tell me, tell me about him. Tell me about him. The name change has confused him. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So Lucas, when you made um, Narius and you chose the noble background, uh, did you roll for those traits, bonds, flaws, and ideals? Did you even look at them, or did you have something? You, you've often said that you had Narius in your head for since you were a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you really kind of didn't need those. No, that was a. Uh, I learned about him uh, doing the doing the creation about what what they are, but no, Narius was kind of a person that existed, and then he's grown a lot. Over was this the your five first uh, campaign, mm-hmm. in Dungeons and Dragons? You've mm-hmm. never played before. You didn't yeah. feel like you didn't you you didn't need those things, or you just were like, I'm just kind of just winged this. it. I yeah. kinda, I really just kind of winged it. Uh, as far as that, like I've always I've been acting since I was a kid. I've been in thespians, and all, so the role playing part of that. Sure was very very easy i didn't need any a lot of like help i just right. had to learn how to roll the dice but i'm talking about uh, background specifically that noble I, background what did what did you what was your idea for that coming in what was your why why did you choose the noble what was the theory behind it other he, than i want an audience with the king well he was born from he was born from nobility they had noble click hey that easy peasy it. that was that was it yeah i mean as Japanese-y. you can tell as you can tell, I use his. I can use. I use the position of privilege all the time. Air quotes. Yeah, <laughs> so he's used it a couple times. I, Get I me out of this cell. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know people. I'm important. Yeah. So it's not every day you're meeting a king or a yeah. town leader, but no. For, but so to answer your question specifically, like it that the bonds, flaws, and ideals wasn't something that came into thinking for me until I really needed to like write it down right, somewhere. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, what are these for him? And then I actually made things in the future. If you make a character, would you kind of lean on those more than you did for Narius? Do you feel so, yourself intrigued by him more now than you did when you first made a character? DMing. It's extremely important because it it gives you. So whenever I'm, whenever I'm needing NPCs, that's, that's the stuff you can oh, do. Oh, yeah, real fast. You can do right? real fast, and you can I mean, go... We just made a character in like five seconds. And that's right? how you do and it. fleshed it out pretty yeah. deeply. And that's how you do it. Yeah. You, you know, while y'all are talking and bullshitting, roll, 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 roll. roll. Look oh, at it for Steely a few Dan, seconds. Steely Dan, exactly. <laughs> what, what's his name, DM? Oh, it's not Steely Dan. Can't call him Steely Dan. Have to, he has to be a real person. Foreigner. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. And then it doesn't help that your friends are there and they know all your references. You know, <laughs> Ross knows everything that comes out of my mouth and just starts laughing. So, uh, but yes, that as a DM, that's how you make real people, right? Like that's absolutely, how you, yeah. But when I'm making characters, as we've often talked about, I come up with who they are a lot in my head before that. And you so, really, you kind of leave this uh, on the side, then. pretty much. Do yeah. You, do you use it for mechanical purposes? Like I noticed mm-hmm. noble. You, you said he is a noble, so I picked noble. But was there was there anything that attracted you to making a noble character other than not in particular? Sense? No, okay, not in particular. I mean, if you get into min maxing, 
that you can get really into I know, the, yeah. There's the a character bits. campaign, Markon, Jeremy, mm-hmm. who is an outlaw background Out, or Out, outlander background. Mm-hmm. And I know he picked that specifically for the mechanics of being able to find food. I think if you're playing something like Adventure League, mm-hmm. where you have no idea what you're getting into, you don't know how quote unquote competitive it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You need to think about like you, you don't need to, but think about stuff like that. That yeah, could be super sure. important. Pick you your, know? Uh, pick your far traveler. So you get your, I think it's perception <laughs> and insight. Yes. Free proficiencies yeah. there. That is nice. Um, I know on Acolyte and Cleric, uh, they actually had a lot of overlapping because Cleric has right. religious background anyway, mm-hmm. or religious trait proficiency, kind of the skill proficiency. Mm-hmm. So it really was kind of a lot of yeah, you gotta, overlap. Check and see. I mean, it's going to fit into yeah. your. Uh, if I was to redo class. it today, I don't think I would choose the acolyte background mm-hmm. for a cleric. I feel like there's. I feel like choose? that's double dipping in the same. What same would you pond. choose? <laughs> I don't know. Sailor. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. Never saw a boat in my life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know the seas. I know the seas. So, uh, just a comment because you you were asking him about Narius and choosing that noble oh, background. Uh, okay. I was just going to say that uh, we said earlier that. Just have an idea for something, and you could probably find it. Yes. If not in the PHB, you're going to find it in um, Sword Coast or um, what was the other one I have here? What's the Indies background? Sage. Sage? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aboleth, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sage. So what, is, so, what is Sage? It's a, a student. What do you get from that? Language. Of you can course it's research language. in a library. <laughs> uh, languages. How do you think she has 46 <laughs> languages? Languages you can research in a library and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, but it's not just the PHB. So, you have Sword Coast. You have, I think, a few of the modules and stuff have backgrounds that you can choose from. Nice. Um, but I was going to say, you pick Narius and it was noble. That was apparent. You just read through them. Right. Uh, when I made Nowhere and I had his, I come up with his backstory and everything, and I was reading through when I was creating his character sheet, and I was like, oh, I got to pick a background. Well, I guess the closest thing I can get is criminal. And the more I read through the background stuff, right at the bottom, I found urchin. urchin. And urchin. I was like, oh my God, that's street exactly rat. what nowhere he is. is. He's a freaking, he's a street rat. So it's like there they it is. made it for me. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that was in there. Just looking through the whole list, and I went, oh, psh, right there. Bam. That's it. Yep. That's the guy. They and know. I, they... And I was just going to choose criminal just because I felt it was closest. It was closest, right? Yeah. But it wasn't. They know. They've made, yeah. I know there's like a, a lot of them really fit well with Bard because you have mm. actor, you have a folk hero, you have charlatan, charlatan, charlatan you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like Bard, yeah. Bard really fits with so many backgrounds. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. Because, I Bard think, really is like the best I think class B- in D. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I think that's such a that's that's kind of like asking what's the best era of basketball. It's it it's depend on what you like. You know, if if you if you Spud like Web. Mid nineties, mid nineties, mid nineties. If you like, if you like dice rolling and attacking, bards don't do that. I mean, you can make a a, a, a sword one, yeah, but really, you want to be a fighter. You know, if you really like, if yeah. if, if you don't if you don't like you're role right, playing, you're right, you're right. You know, if you don't like yeah. role playing, bards, you know, it's, you're not going to give yourself the full advantage. There's there's tons of I, I know what you mean. Like bards have a lot of accessibility. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, they have a lot. Of, do you want to do skill yeah. checks? Yeah. Bard. Do you want to? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do magic? Bard. Do you want to? Yeah. Bards. Do and you want to make the people better in your party? Bard. Yeah. So uh, one thing I was going to point out here is that a lot of these have variants. Uh, yeah, exactly. So that yeah. gets you even more specific. So I know a while back, when Hermit we were, has lost one or something like that. Or, yeah, there's a lot of oddball yeah. ones. I know a while back I was trying to make a uh, basically, you know, you made. Delumbo, uh, the investigating, um, <laughs> what was that, a mastermind? No, or? he was a uh, inquisitor. Inquisitor, rogue. okay, yeah. yeah. So I was trying to make something along those lines. <laughs> he was so a, um, I would uh, play Delumbo. an arcane cleric, but his whole thing was he investigated magic users and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, uh, is there a background that fits with that? I don't want to be a sage. I don't want to be a yeah. you know weird guy like that. I was like, is there like a detective background? City, city watch background. Yeah. Variant. Investigator, God there you damn. go. There he is, right yeah. there. There you are, right there. Read you, it to me. What do you got? Uh, you're essentially a detective. Um, rare, uh, rarer than watch or patrol members are a community's investigators who are responsible for solving crimes after the fact. You are a detective. I love it. The guy from I Law and it. Order. It's that guy from Law and Order yeah, who's on there for like sixty years. 
Munch? Yeah, Munch. <laughs> yeah, now that's a D&D character. Play Munch. God, I'm switching it up. I'm no longer a Warforged. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing in Dilemma. You know, there's I want to be an investigator. People have tied together a whole like universe of various shows because his character has appeared or he's appeared in a character that was similar to that. Oh wow! So like even are you ex- talking about that guy with the who wears like sunglasses? Yeah. things? Yeah. yeah, he's a stand-up comic. Did you know that? Yeah. Yep. It's fucking so, crazy, and it's crazy. Like all the Law and Orders. There's a whole bunch of other stuff he's appeared in. Like wow. he was in an X Files episode, yeah, so they tied wild. in X Files to the whole universe. That's crazy. So people are like, you know, X Files is related to Law and Order. Yep. Yeah. Because of Munch. Yeah. Because of one guy, and he's the same name. Mm-hmm. Even in the X Files episode, really it's the same name. Yeah. He plays the same character <laughs> on purpose. It's a, it's part of his contract. Yeah. I don't want to change my name. And I think the glasses are for color blindness. Really? Yeah. Really. I think so. It's the same with like uh, Marvin Zindler, the uh, slime in the ice machine guy. I he wears the same. News. Yeah, he wears the same glasses. Oh. Or did. He's dead now. God rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace, slime guy. Where are we at? I think we're done. Yeah. That was a good <laughs> yeah. one. Sorry, I got, uh, I noticed You're I had, um, since I had Sword Coast over, I was oh, just. son uh, of a bitch. Reading, <laughs> reading through it. I was reading through my favorite book ever. I was just right. reminiscing. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a great. Uh, so uh, I mentioned it earlier. I have Far Traveler here. Uh, scrolled to it. Is Far Traveler the variant of something, or is Far Traveler? No, it is a whole background by itself. Basically, you've come from a place far away, and you're traveling, and you you know your mannerisms are odd because because <laughs> you're from far away. You know, oddball traditions. But like in Dune, where he spits on the floor. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you get into weird Such situations like that. Um, but yeah, so for Thank those min-maxers, it has insight and perception as its skill proficiencies for free. The gift of your body's moisture. Oh, there it is. There it is. I would do that. I would do a far traveler. That seems like a fun background. That's what Delombo should be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so And it's cool. So they, they actually have um, a, why, uh, why are you here? So why are you traveling? Why are you uh, here? It's a, it, it's a D6 table, like hey, freaking everything. Okay, hold on. Six. Six. You are a wanderer. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's the, the least exciting out of all. Of them. Yeah. So you have emissary, uh, exile, fugitive. Emissary is like the, the guy in 300 who comes before Xerxes, right? Mm-hmm. The guy who. Uh, to speak for Xerxes. To speak for yeah. Xerxes. Right? It's a representative of your country is. in another yep. country. Yeah. 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 Uh, pilgrim and sightseer. So you, <laughs> I'm, I'm just out here sightseeing. <laughs> just sightseeing. I'm just in Got a new book. Land. Book of yeah. birds. Yep. Yeah. I'm just a bird watcher. Just. <laughs> You roll up to the Adventurers Guild and you get involved in a party. Like you guys are walking out to a dungeon and he's got a pamphlet. He's like, "Oh, hey, this is uh, this mine tour is on the pamphlet." <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte, have you seen this mine that we're gonna go in there and see? <laughs> Come check it out, Charlotte. I would do that. I would. I would play the that, sights here. That adventure. would be a good couple. Like I'm, to, I'm just like here for the adventure. And, you and your wife, like yeah. <laughs> playing a traveling couple. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like this it. Oh, man, this fits so well. Uh, personality trait, first one. I have different assumptions from those around me concerning personal space, blithely invading other space in innocence, or reacting to ignorant invasion of my own. So you, you just get too close to people. You're a close talker. Yeah. You ever seen a oh, close personal talker? space. Oh, man. <laughs> in the restaurant industry, you kind of have to get over that because yeah. you just get used to working like two feet from someone. But yeah. In the normal world, yeah. No. I don't think I've ever said, please stop breathing on me. <laughs> <So> <laughs> As many much. times I've said in a restaurant yeah. work. Flaw. I pretend not to understand the local language in order to avoid interaction I would rather not have. Okay. <laughs> okay. No habla inglés. No hablo. No habla inglés. I don't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> I don't speak English. Wasn't that English? No. No. <laughs> How do you not speak common? <laughs> No, I'm oh man, that'd be great to play a far traveler who doesn't speak common. Yes, like <laughs> I would love it. You're that far of a traveler. You're like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, this, but I'm in. You're an adventuring group <laughs> no. who has a party member who doesn't speak with you, and you're like, we don't know. He just he just, he just showed up. up and he just doesn't leave. It's like a peacekeeper cleric or what is it, paladin? The peacekeeper peace peacekeeper oath paladin or whatever. So he doesn't fight. Right? He just like right. He just... He doesn't say anything. We don't Keep know where he, we don't know where he gets food from. Like it's just he's just, we don't know where he, gets. he keeps spitting. <laughs> I've asked everyone in the group if they know him. No one says they do. He just he just showed up one day. He just showed up, showed up, up one, day. one day. Came in real clutch against <laughs> that it, lich, it, and and we've just never said goodbye. Yeah. You know, 
He feeds himself, you know. Take care. Yeah. Man, great character ideas all yeah, around. We have, we have crushed it tonight. It was Steely well Dan and the mute. Yeah. So backgrounds are great. It's the way you get your character yes. into a world. Yeah. It's not that he doesn't know common. He just... <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't talk, talk to people. At all. Have you heard it's just like the end of the campaign? Like everyone's talking about what you know the the party you know has killed the god or whatever, and everyone goes off to their different stories, and you know they're walking out of town to go split up, and he just goes bye. Yeah, and like, <laughs> you can speak. You that was fun. Yeah, speak the whole time. That that, fun. That's in the movie where it would cut with yeah. everyone going like, "What the what? fuck." <laughs> The mute will return in the negotiators too. It's been real fun, guys. <laughs> Take care. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. One of these days when we have a one shot, we will we, play the, the mute. The, the three, the three of us. Everyone, will just, yeah. Everyone's a mute. Yeah. Oh man, poor oh, Neil. No. Poor Neil. <laughs> poor Neil. Giving the what is going on? Why is no one talking tonight? <laughs> will y'all help me turn on the computer? We're committed. <laughs> Ross We're committed. Is, Ross goes the. Uh, I've rolled for this. I don't think the mic is working. <laughs> Just look at it. Look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> to hold up signs. <laughs> We're committed to our characters tonight. <laughs> well, that's good. I, I, I think th- so. Basically, background is how you get your character into the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's how you flesh out the little things and that really make a character a character. How they you can say I'm a I'm a warlock all day long. Right. But if you don't have a, a basic background of what your warlock does or is... How you interact with the world and other people yeah. around you. Yep. It's a yeah. good hook for maybe why you're looking to adventure with other people. Why you, you know... Or, and like we said, these I are... I just had a brain fart. That was Michael really bad. A stroke. I think he had a stroke. I think I, just, I think I just had a stroke. No, so these yeah. are things that are like, if you're, if you're really into D&T, and this is your eighth character you've made, yeah. maybe you don't lean on this so hard. Right, right. But if you're new to D&D, man, are these great. They really are. They are amazing. Yeah. And it's a way to kind of get you up to speed, get you in the group, get, get your place in this group. Somebody and also, stop with the secrets, guys. You yeah, don't have, don't, your character yeah, doesn't have to be secret Seekerson. You know what I mean? Like every character, <laughs> every character, man. It seems like everybody's like, "Well, I wouldn't say this to the group, or I'm not going to say this, or you're not my last name. It's not important. It's like motherfucker. It's just a name. Like, get over it. It's Dan. Steven. Steven Dan. Dan. <laughs> well, I think okay. So yeah, that it's Stephen. Stephen Steely Dan. Stephen Steely. Dan. <laughs> So we Steely need because he like, stole from the guild coffers. Son of a bitch. God damn it. So we need players like that who want to, you know, just bring everything out in the open. And then you want players a little bit more reserved. So that, close that to there's, chest, you know, kind of close thing. to chest. So that know. there's balance. I'm not uh, a big fan of that. Well, you I'm don't have fan. to be. You yeah. That's what makes Stryker so great. Stryker's story is going to come from what he does. Yeah. Exactly. Not who he's tied to. Right. Yeah. But then you'll need people who have stories for you to figure out. And his grotesque way he uses his limbs. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Striker, the oh. warforge who is extremely ambidextrous. Yes, he is. Double yes. jointed. No, he's like octuple jointed. Yeah, it's not not fun being around him. <laughs> I like how you were sitting on your legs. Like that was that was. That yeah, using my own leg as a stool. Yeah, Your descriptions good. of his joints just popping out and yes. going the other direction like yeah. creeped me out. That's how I turn around. Is my kneecaps pop backwards and my torso swivels and suddenly I'm facing the other direction. This has been a great way of taking of showing someone who has no idea like how do I play? Like I want to play a knight, but I wanna have I want my knight to be unique. This is a great way of doing that. Absolutely. Purple That's, dragon knight. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Done. Hey. Sword coast. Skag. Fucking score. Use your bonds, use your flaws and ideals, and you know they don't have to be super deep. But once you put them all together, you will have a unique person. Yeah, they will. It will be a you know, and it gives you a starting point, right? You know what I mean. Your character is going to grow as the campaign moves on, but it gives you a great starting point and gives you hooks and and things to play into and lean into in those RP situations, Mm -hmm. ways to interact with other players and ways to interact with the world itself. Gives you things to play off with other characters as well. Yeah, because it could be. I mean, maybe your two flaws just complement each other. Yes, for sure. Or they don't, and you have to decide how. Like our new campaign, where. in the background of the world, uh, Warforge and Dragonborn are kind of mortal enemies. Mm-hmm. A lot of bloodshed between the two of them. So it's going to yeah. be interesting in this new campaign where me and Neil 
have our interactions. And I think it's really going to come down to the way we both have chosen our backgrounds and interact with the world, how it's going to work out with that weird I was, situation. Yeah. I was so happy when he chose one. I was like, oh, the dynamics of yeah, that will be. It's going to be good. But you, but again, it's different because you as a Warforged don't see the world in the same way. Oh, I've got, I've got background. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I've got ideals, flaws, bonds, mm-hmm. cool. personality traits. I can't wait to see him. There's a reason I called that little kid a gnome. And it has to deal with my background. <laughs> is that a flaw? It is uh, my personality trait, where okay, I take everything yeah, yeah. at face value. I see everything the way it is. A yeah. person who is little will always be little. Will always be a gnome. I yeah. do not understand how you were little, and then, yeah. and then later you were big. Yep. I do not understand that. So, any final thoughts about backgrounds? Use them. Love them. Use them. You know Love what I mean? Them. Lean into yeah. them. Lean into them. That oh, is yeah. your character. Really, when it comes down to it, that is your character. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you take it from the book or from your own head, your your background, yeah. your character is your background. So and yeah, even if you're not using the tables, use the basics of the traits, ideals, flaws, and bonds. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so. exactly. Even if you don't take from those specifically, to like use those and come up with your own, and that's how you make a character. It gives you a good base to start off of. Yeah, and as you can see, I mean, we created two really compelling characters. Seconds. In yeah, five minutes yeah. for two of them. It's almost like it's easier to use the tables. <laughs> yeah. They come they, up with that in here. Like I say, those people at Wizards, they know what they're doing. They've made it very yeah. easy for you. I'll be excited to see how they're going to do. What, what do they call it? Uh, 5E Next or something like that? It's, yeah, it'll be sixth. 5.5. You yeah. think it'll be 5.5? Well, they said it'll be completely within. Backwards compatible. Yeah, backwards compatible with fifth edition. So I can't see it being a sixth edition. So it'll probably right. be something like a 5.5. Five. That's a discussion for another day. Well, I think it's going to really play off backgrounds. If you're gonna, really? If you're gonna ask me. I think it actually has something to do with this podcast specifically. I think I think it's, they're really going to lean heavy into that. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. I well, I can't it. wait to see it. I can totally see it. Come check us out, guys. We really appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Every Monday, we... We have, you know, a lot of fun. Five-year running campaign. Yeah. The longest campaign on Twitch. I, you, yeah. I, I, I challenge you find a longer one. You're not going to do it. But it's impossible. If, yeah. You're not going to. You, you can go to every channel on Twitch. You'll come okay, back to ours was, and be like, no, I no. was blanking out on the, uh, so it's the wording there, campaign. Yeah, not Twitch. the fact yes. that Critical Role is, yeah. No, yeah. Our yeah. campaign is the longest running campaign on Twitch. Hands that would down. Be, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. No, that for sure a real it is. thing. No, it's yeah. a real thing. Find yeah, one that's but we haven't been on Twitch slow. for the whole time though. We've been on Mixer. No, but we're on Twitch now. Yeah, and it is the longest running campaign on Twitch. We just need to learn how to run the channel better. Yeah, yeah. Well, on Mondays, Twitch.tv/slash/negotiators, all one world, one word. We have a lot of fun. Please come check us out. Yeah, we got a robot. Don't we check do. out our uh, Twitter. That. Yeah, it it's work. there. Do, it's at there. Fantasy CG. It's not a real thing. You can you, you can respond to it, Fake and news. I will never answer. <laughs> <laughs> One so, day I'm going to start throwing shit up there. I got to get more involved. You should. Yeah, you should. I got to be more social. Backgrounds you know I mean? are backgrounds are cool. Ask yourself, where do I come from? Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> I. Why am, am I here? I am Lucas. I am Justin. And my background is contemplating existential dread. <laughs> Fucking skag. Y'all have a great week. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Do you come from a land down under? A women go and men wonder. Can't you hear? Can't you hear the thunder? So we were all drinking at the apartment pools. Uh, a lot, bunch of us were chilling in the giant hot tub they had, and one of the ass hats decided that he was going to dive off of the uh, building that covered the hot tub into the pool. And oh shit! He, he yeah, he was just going like to dive headfirst down into deep. it. And it was not very deep. Someone who lived there knew that, and they were they kept yelling at him, "Don't fucking do it! Don't fucking do it!" And he dove off, and someone like that lived there saw him run and they took off running and like intercepted him midair pretty much intercepted him midair and just bam kicked him and flipped him up enough so he didn't go head first into the bottom of the pool fucking action hero man that's some movie shit yeah Yeah. so that uh, that house we just went and saw same same floor plan we've uh, me and her have seen Mm -hmm. like three times this is the third time I've seen that floor plan nice this is the first house I've seen uh where every light switch is broken or cracked. <laughs> like the plate itself?
No, like the actual switch. Like the bath, the the, the, the bathroom, the bathroom. It, it was like the switch itself was like shattered in half. Every single one of them, the switch itself was cracked or broken. <laughs> Let's move on from this one. And I'm like, hey, how the fuck does that even happen? And it's not, they're not like these switches, that's the, the rocker ones. It's the big switch. Yeah, but I was feeling it, and it's not like it was, they were, were super cheap ones. I mean, they were pretty thick plastic. Maybe a guy uses guns to like, turn them <laughs> Could be. Like, hold her. Got a gun. <laughs> he used it for everything. I could see, uh, I don't know, they could have been using the barrel to turn them off. Right. Yeah. Oh, the scar? Yeah. I fell off a hospital. You off a hospital? Yeah. Well, thank God you were there. Exactly. When I was when I was a little kid, my sister was getting her stitches out, and I was I climbed a hospital like one story up, and then fell like headfirst into a rock pit onto a one of those like octagon steps. You know what I'm talking about? That are are, like lava bricks. Yeah, Yeah, paving stone. Just boom, right on my head. Damn, you should make that story better. And like I was being air flown in, and, and we were shot <laughs> down like, by a missile. And I was I like ten out. years yeah. old. It was crazy because even even when it happened, I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> and then I started crying and shit because I was a little kid. Mm. But then you know, I was right there. So you were a little yeah. kid. How yeah, could have just, yeah. just brought you in. And <laughs> they just brought me stitch, in through stitch. My sister just got done <laughs> taking her stitches out, and they're like, "Go ahead, sit down, get your stitches in." Yeah. I just take her ones recycling. Yeah. Like, oh, no need to use different ones. My sister got stitches. She was climbing out the back of a station wagon. You know how they, they sit backwards? Yeah. Those were seat. super safe vehicles. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so the door opened. She was climbing out and she fucking tripped getting oh, out getting and just out, fucking just face planted, planted right on the chin. On the, mm. on the, uh, and getting, playing sports, I got stitches a lot. Yeah. My car related was I was getting out of our Astro van sliding side door and. My sister wasn't watching, and as I was sticking my head out to get out, she slammed the door shut. So I have indentations on either side of my skull uh, from where the uh, that explains a lot. Actually, (laughs) I was gonna say my a friend of mine broke all four fingers doing that. His sister did the exact same thing, but it was his hand. It was your fucking head. Yeah. Fuck that. That is. Oh man, I got a lot of head trauma. 